The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. G'day, it's Stevie from 12 Ninja here. And look, if you like American football, you should check out Saints Happy Hour podcast. I personally know all about American football, other than it's a bunch of massive blokes wearing spandex shoulder pads and helmets running around with a throwing a football. In Australia, you don't throw footballs. You punch it or you kick it, and there's um, no protection. They're all naked, and there's sharks and crocodiles fired out of cannons onto the field, and we all stand around and drink blood watching it. But if American football's your thing, you know what to do. Saints Happy Hour podcast. Stick it in you. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. This is our post-game Twitter Spaces edition. As always, brought to you by JLD Hot Sauces and Knives. For all your hot sauce and knives needs, go to JLDSharpSauce.com. Well, the Saints... Played a tremendous football game. They beat the Philadelphia Eagles 20-10. to Led from start to finish. Dominated the Eagles on defense in a way that was, quite frankly, surprising. In that the Eagles hit one play. The Eagles had one play. That was it. A touchdown to A.J. Brown. Debo fell out of bounds. I don't know what happened there. That was it. That was it. The rest of it, the Saints... Defense destroyed Philadelphia, dominated them. Lattimore returns, has a pick six to seal it. Um, The Saints' offense was tremendous in the first half until Andy Dalton threw the pick. Saints wouldn't score again the rest of the the day on offense. But I really chalk that up to, like, they lost Ramchek and Philadelphia. Like, they're not stupid because they are 13-3. and Like, they looked at the Saints and they're like, why are we playing zone against them? Let's blitz the... Not, not even blitz. Let's just rush them with four and five. They're missing three offensive linemen. They can't block us. And the Saints really struggled to move the ball in the second half. They did run out the clock with Taysom to end it. Um, but listen, this is <clears throat> this was as good as a performance as I thought the Saints had all, all year. Look, it's their best win by far. They beat Philadelphia. They kept Philadelphia from clinching home field. Uh, by the way, Philadelphia, they look very 2018 Saints-ish. They're losing guys left and right. They lost two more guys, in, including Sweat, on the defensive line. Like They're beat up. Like I would be very, very afraid if I was the Eagles. 
fans uh, that they're going to be one and done in the playoffs, but that's not our problem. Unfortunately, the Saints are eliminated because Carolina couldn't hold a 14-0 lead. They couldn't hold a 21-10 lead. Uh, and Tampa finally freaking figured out that they need to stop running the ball, and they just let Tom Brady throw the ball all over the field. Camp Panthers didn't have J.C. Horn, and Tom Brady just cool. Uh Jason Champagne, what you got for us? It's a bittersweet day today, uh, but the Saints looked amazing, and Dennis Allen, he coached rings around Sirianni. Like, the Saints defense destroyed Philadelphia from top to bottom, and I don't want to hear all you Gardner Minshew people, stuff that in a sock. Keep that guy as far away from my team as possible. So, you know, I was one of those people until this game, <laughs> but the guy's broken. He, uh, you know, he, he had a good start in Jacksonville, looked pretty good, <laughs> and really actually was composed under pressure there. But something's happened, and, and his uh, whatever he had, he's lost it, and I don't want any part of that. But you're right. You know, DA coached circles around Sirianni, which was good to see. Because we have not always been able to say that this yep. season. This staff has been outcoached yep. a bunch. But, uh, you know, DeMario, don't call me Davis Dawson. Marcus, don't call me Marshawn Lattimore. Mm. Pretty much, you know, almost saved our season. There's still a, a faint flicker of hope for the Saints to make the playoffs. We got a route from Minnesota tonight or this afternoon um, against Green Bay. We have to beat Carolina. Uh, Dallas has to beat Washington next week. The Rams have to beat the Seahawks and the Packers have to beat the Lions. So basically <laughs> we need a miracle to make the playoffs. But you know what? If we beat Carolina, we split with them. We swept the Falcons. We got the Rams and Eagles this year. I'm not entirely upset with that. I'm and, not. And, and, listen, you know, and listen, I know people don't want to hear it and, and they're just going to scream at me, but I'm going to say it again. Like, if the Saints beat Carolina on next Sunday, Dennis Allen basically had the same season as Sean Payton last year. Sean Payton started 5-2, and two, except Dennis Allen will just finish 5-2. And, two, and you, instead of going 9-8, and eight, you went 8-9. and nine, And it's basically the same. It's basically the same season. Now, I know DA, we pay the Raiders tax because he's, he was terrible with the Raiders, so we don't give him any credit at all. And I get that. But, like, here's the thing. Like, the Saints, like, eight, first year eight and nine coaches, first year even seven and ten coaches, they don't get fired. Like, you don't fire them. Like, even Nathaniel Hackett, if he had gone seven and ten, he wouldn't be getting fired. Or eight and nine. Like, you don't fire first-year coaches like Dennis Allen. You might think, you might think, oh, he's not gonna, he's not gonna do it. He's not gonna make it. He's gonna, it's something always is gonna go wrong, and he's never gonna get over the hump. And that's fine. But in the history of the NFL, like, First year coaches like Dennis, they don't get fired. No one fires a coach that goes seven and ten, eight and nine in his first year. It just doesn't happen. And, and hey, the fact that we, you know, if we beat Carolina, I know I'm counting my chickens before they hatch, but you know, if we beat Carolina, that's four in a row to close the season. Right. Da just may have figured out who he is as a head coach and what direction this team needs to go in, and you know that gives us some encouragement going into the off season. Yeah, and listen. The Saints, this is like, this is what the Saints expected their defense to be today. Now, I know it's Gardner Minshew, so it's not the same. And look, Jalen Hurts had, had, had crushed the Saints uh, the two times before he, when he had played him. So I get that. But this is the defense that the Saints expected. Philadelphia, 67 yards rushing, you know. Uh, the Saints, 
the, they they were playing lockdown man defense. Philadelphia wasn't getting anything. Like this is the team that they expected to have, you know. And listen, to go into Philly and do what they did without, and they lose Ramcheck early in the game. To do what they did, missing three starting offensive linemen, that's just tremendous. Now, look, I know in the second half, and I said it in the fourth quarter, I tweeted, Jason, I was like, I don't know what you call when you're missing three offensive linemen and you can't block. I, I don't know what you call an offense. Good Godspeed, Pete Carmichael. And, and he got a little cute. He tried to run the flea flicker. That blew up in their face. But, you know, just it's just a great win. And listen... You want to bang on DA. I get the. It's a hard day. It's been a hard three weeks for the fire DA people. But this was tremendous. This was tremendous effort from start to finish. The Saints were ready to play in a way. I mean, that open and drive, and thanks for joining us, Jason. That open and drive was basically Saints pornography. It was Saints football pornography. Like, it was beautiful. They ran it down Philly's throat. They were throwing it. It was tremendous all around. Butterich, what you got for us? Win by any means necessary, and I don't care if we had to play. Oh, come on, Panthers, fucking morons! So they just decided to try to kick a field goal, and they missed. Of course, they did. But you know what? Listen, oh, listen. Oh, okay, they just got called delay game. My here's bad. the here's the thing. I will say this with Carolina. Carolina losing today, it's it's a pain in the butt, but. Yeah. If it, and it's annoying, and the Tampa game will haunt us for a while. But listen, uh, when the Saints win, I want to be positive. Carolina losing today, they're going to fire Steve Wilkes into the sun. Yeah. And and listen, yeah. I know Sean Payton going to Carolina would be weird and difficult, and might not like it. But if you want, oh wait, the, the uh, Panthers again, a second shot. They got caught for a delay game, so <laughs> they're getting another field goal. 10. But if you want the Godfather, well, if you want the Godfather offer for Sean Payton, the only team's going to give it to you is Carolina, because yeah. they'll have to pay. They have to pay the division tax. So, I, and I will say this, Ralph. I know we were talking about like I think a couple days before where you know Saints might have to tank, and well, I wouldn't say tank, like you know, start selling some pieces, but. Lattimore was huge today. Yeah, right? Lattimore, Lattimore, you, Lattimore makes a difference. And 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 listen, I I did a thread where me and Andrew came up with a plan to kind of the Saints could kind of try to split the baby and kind of rebuild, but still compete in the South. And one of the the main exercise that I did was if you want to tear down the Saints and rebuild, you have to make hard decisions on good players. And that's my point on Lattimore. Yeah, I don't want to trade trade Lattimore. But if you say, I want the Saints to tear it down and I want to rebuild, like you have to make hard decisions on good players. And that was my only point to these people that are like, burn it down, I want to rebuild. Okay, you want to rebuild. Okay, fine. Do it. Show me how you're going to do it. And that involves trading the players that other teams are going to want. But here's the thing, man. Yeah. Lattimore... If if they have Lattimore, they're at least one game better. They're they're, they're at least one game. They they beat Tampa. If they beat Tampa, yeah, they, they beat, beat ta- they, they beat Tampa. Tampa. They beat Tampa, and and they're eight and eight, and maybe they get in, and maybe. But like, hey, you you can't have a year like the Saints had, where their best players have either been injured or disappointing. Like the big stars are the ones that have let them down. The Lattimore's getting injured. Davenport. Uh, did Devonport even play today? I think they just play. I just think the Saints are done with no, that. He, 
they, he got demoted to rotational roster. He was out there on some plays. He just, he's, he's he got demoted in favor of uh, of Juju's favorite uh, UDA face son, Granderson. Yeah, like they're done. Well, I think it's going to be the starter next year. Yeah, like the Saints. The Saints are done with Davenport. So you have a nine sack guy who was MIA. You got Kamara who's been banged up and fumbled. You got Ingram who's banged up and fumbled. Cam Jordan revitalized today, might get 10 sacks again, but he's been a disappointment yeah. mostly the, during the year. So, I mean, it's just their big guy, Michael Thomas getting hurt, Landry getting hurt. Like, it's been their big guys that have let them down through either injury or, or, or not good performance. And, you know, that's what it is. I, but listen, man, to come out today yeah. and, 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 and listen, I'm not, look, I'm not one of these people that's going to pretend. Otherwise, like Philadelphia was terrible today. They were terribly. Oh, yeah. they, they were terribly. They played, their offense played like how we expect our offense to play. Yeah, Mental you, mistakes. Yeah. Inability to move the ball and like if they would have just ran Miles Sanders more in the first half, they would have. It would have been a way more contested game. They probably would have put up points in the first half, but it's just it was just bizarre that, play calling. Was just absolute. I think, randomness from from Philly. I think Philly like. It was weird because they're missing Lane Johnson and they got like, like they would get, get cute. Like, why are you, why are you trying to get cute against the Saints defense? Just run the ball. But like, I was like, cool. Because my thing is, I think Gardner Minshew, he's, he's, I think he's worse than Teddy Bridgewater, but they're the same kind of dude. They're beloved on Twitter, but they're both mediocre mm-hmm. to bad. And I was like, if Gardner Minshew has to throw the ball all over the place, the Saints can win. And he did it, and yeah. it happened. Like, Gardner Minshew's not good. Like, he's just not. And, I mean, like, Philadelphia got out coached. And also, too, like, the thing that stunned me was I thought the Saints were going to have trouble moving the ball on Philly. And they did once Ramchek got hurt and Philly sort of changed their plan. But in the first yeah. half, like, me and Andrew, when Andrew would be here eventually, Andrew was like, Ralph. They're smacking Philly in the face on both sides of the line. And I thought that yeah. was my main reason why I didn't think the Saints could win this game because I just looked at Philly's defensive line and Philly's offensive line, and I was like, I don't know how the Saints are going to move the ball and score, and I don't know how they're going to get stops in the run game. But it wasn't like that at all, man. It, it just wasn't. Yeah, and one thing I saw Philly do in the second half was they decided, you know, we're going to dial the aggressiveness. We're going to play press the entire way That's because right. they got some, they got skinny wide receivers. We have up up in your face corners. We'll just play press, and it really it really dumbfounded them That's because right. Dalton had like I blame Dalton a lot for the sacks because there was just times he took some really terrible sacks. But yeah, he did. You look, if you were to look at the all twenty two and see how these Philadelphia Defensive backs played, and I'm pretty sure Nick Underhill's going to drop an article on Tuesday about this. <laughs> That's right. They're going to sh- he's going to say Philly adjusted and yeah. played more aggressive. I mean, listen, it's it's it, it becomes obvious. Like you're like, and, and and I thought the Saints. Like Pete Carmichael, the flea flicker was interesting. Like I get, like that's a shot play, it didn't work. But I thought they ran some interesting stuff. Like he ran the little bubble screen to Taysom. He tried his best to like mitigate it. You know, he and a, if he can't block, he can't do shit. I mean, but I thought the plan, like the Saints' plan, the coming out was tremendous. Like they, like Pete Carmichael had Philadelphia on stilts. And and listen, you know, 
the thing is, I think what happened at the end of the first half, Andy Dalton was just he was smoking hot, and he just got he got a little cocky. He's like, I'm I'm slinging this thing, I'm hitting everything in sight. I'm gonna throw it to Olave. It's gonna be good, yeah. you know. Where if the Saints just kick a field goal there, you know, or, or you know, or, or he throws it away, maybe you get down and you get up, and that game. It's, you know, 20 to nothing at halftime. Then I guess Philadelphia fans would have just started throwing batteries at the Eagles, which would have been nice. Um, oh, yeah. If they didn't have snowball. Yeah, since it was apparently very pleasant weather, they would have started throwing batteries or some bullshit. Yeah. But John from the Future is blowing up on Twitter right now because <laughs> the, the Panthers just did something. I want to see what happens here. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't think it's the, – the Panthers game is not over officially. What the hell? Panthers game is not over. It, it's yeah, it's over now though, right? Uh, Andrew, Andrew, sir, Andrew refuses. Yeah. Andrew. So the punter fum- fumbled it, fumbled the snap, and tried to do this weird punt. And now there's a penalty flag. I don't know what it is. It's a delay a game, I think. Well, I've been there. Se- that'd be the second one in a row. Yeah, but I don't think that's it. They punted with plenty of time left. It's yeah, but can't. I mean. Carolina needs a touchdown, and, and listen, Dan, Sam Darnold, yeah. it's Sam Darnold, get, get real. But listen, Butterich, I, I just look at the Saints, man, and I, I know the injuries, the season hasn't gone what we want, but the one thing that's happened for the Saints that is a positive, and they mentioned this on the broadcast too, is like, mm-hmm. you, Alante Taylor had to play because of injury. He's a stud. Adebo rounded into form. I know he had that weird play where he like stumbled out of bounds and he gave it to him, but he's been good. Shahid, yeah. if if Thomas and Landry were healthy, Shahid wouldn't even be playing. And Shahid's a mm-hmm. Shahid's a number two receiver. He is right. You yeah, know? yeah. Shahid, Shahid is at worst a number three, at best a number two. Like, you know, and the, yeah. The thing is with the Saints, man. You they. The pass rush today showed, like, they have some dudes. Like, Cam Jordan, maybe. I think he'll age okay. You just need interior push. You need interior. You need inter- That's what you need. You need, you need a couple of Malcolm Browns. You need, you need dudes that if – you need dudes that you – need, You need a prime Sheldon Rankins. That's what you need. Well, I mean, you, you, need, you need dudes in the interior that do something. You need, a, you need a guy in the interior like Malcolm Brown. He didn't give you a pass rush. But you couldn't move. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't move them, right? So you could you couldn't yeah. run. You couldn't run in the Saints in the interior. But now the Saints, their defensive tackles don't give them anything. You know, Shel- mm-hmm. and Shai Tuttle is he's a good rotation guy, but he's hit or miss depending on his matchup. So you just need you just need a couple of good, solid NFL fat guy. That's what you need. Yeah, you, yeah. You you need guys that can push the. Po- you need guys who can clog the lanes and push the pocket. I'm not asking yeah. for an Aaron Donald. I mean that's. Yeah. That, that's once in a generation. But if you can give me a guy that can clog up lanes, you know, bring yeah. down that average yards per carry down from like four and a half to, uh, I'll be generous to say three point nine, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, that, that to me is, is successful. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, like it's just one of those. It's one of those years. And thanks, Butters, for the call. And we're gonna get to Royce. But it's just, it's just yeah. one of those years. It's just one of those years. And I said this to Andrew when the Saints were really bad and they were like three and seven whatever and i said to andrew i was like andrew i know the saints aren't a good but i kept saying to him i was like they're not a bad they're not like denver or arizona or whoever these other teams horrible they're not like they're they're like mediocre below average bad and i'm like when is it gonna turn when are they gonna start getting breaks and just start winning some games and get like dig themselves out of this hole and it just happened too late 
But they haven't been. The Saints were never like the worst team or the worst coach. I know on Twitter we want to say that, but they're not. You know, Royce, what you got for us? Yeah, man. Um, actually, yeah, following that, I actually think it's probably a slight hot take, but I think Miki might have been right, even in trading the pick. Um, and obviously we focused on the upside. Oh, they're thinking, oh, they might have won the division and everything. But I think Miki probably saw, okay, maybe we win the division because the NFC is terrible and South doesn't have good players. But what is the bottom for this team? And I think this team is probably going to win seven or eight games. Right now they have seven wins, which is probably going to be on the other side of, like, yeah. the 13th pick. And then if they win next week, because, you know, they want to get sweep by the Panthers, then you might actually get a pick that's, like, closer to 20 yeah. because you have eight wins, which essentially you're not getting a quarterback anyways with that pick. You know you need a tackle because you have arms yeah. that go. Hurst is a stopgap. You've got Penning a year early. And now yeah. if you get, you know, Champagne with the pick, or even if you don't, then – I don't see how it's like calamitous to have to have giving up the 18 pick to get a stud potential stud left tackle. Well, I mean, listen, listen, it's out. a. It's but a, I think in a way he probably did all that math and said, "Hey, you know what? This is not like the end of the world if we trade away this pick." Yeah, I mean, listen, Cleveland, Cleveland won today apparently. So like now the Saints are picking 11. So like if they end up okay. if they happen to pick if they end up picking 11 to 14, like the trade is bad, but like it's not a bad in a sense of like. Where they're picking now at eleven, like you weren't getting, you weren't getting, yeah. your, you weren't getting your quarterback. Like a month yeah. ago, a month ago, it was like Jesus Christ, they're going to be picking fifth. Like we could have got Bryce Young, you could have got C.J. Stroud. Like that's a that's a franchise for def- sure. Defining this now, you gave up eighteen. You gave up, you know, if they, if they end up, let's say they let's split the baby and let's say they, they end up picking thirteen. You gave up the eight. You gave up the thirteenth pick to pick eighteenth with Trevor Penning. That's nothing. That's nothing, especially like if you get if you get a first for Sean Payton and, and you're picking and you're picking, say, 20th or 22nd, like then you're like, oh, I'm picking 20. I'm picking 22nd instead of uh, 11th. And I got penning. Now, look, pen, penning like the picks have no matter what you do, the picks have to work out. It didn't. Um, I'll say this, though, like the thing with the Saints is they can figure out quarterback. And they can figure out running back with it. Add another running back to Camara. Like they could have something on offense because you got Olave, you got Shahid, you got Juwan Johnson. He had a drop today, but you got Camara. You know, you got weapons. You got yeah. interesting offense for a quarterback. You got to figure out quarterback, and it becomes as you win these games. It becomes as you win games, and as you don't have a uh, as you you know you don't have a pick. It becomes it becomes harder. But uh, man, they just—it was fun. To, it was fun today from start to finish. I, I woke up. I was—I'll be honest. I was Royce. I was not expecting this at all. Like I, I figured, yeah. I figured Philadelphia. Like they had their turnover binge games against the Bears and against Dallas. I was like Philadelphia. They're gonna come out and they're gonna take care of business and handle the same. But but it, no, yeah. no. I, I, yeah. If you if you told me if you told me the score was twenty. To ten and Andy Dalton was gonna get sacked. What did he get sacked six times? I'd have been like, yeah, that sounds about right. Saints, Saints, Saints. Never really in it, but never really out of it. That sounds about right. Like it was flipped. Like the Saints did to the Eagles what I thought the Eagles were gonna do to the Saints. Yeah, like I did not expect this level. But I also didn't think they were gonna get road graded because Gardner Minshew, like, like Dennis Allen. I didn't day again. Like this, 
he's not the like the defense actually starts playing like a team that has a defensive head coach. Like he knows what to do against Gardner Minshew. So like yeah. I just expected the Saints to stop him and then the offense to be completely inept. And then by the time the fourth quarter rolls around, you know, they break a couple of long runs, people lose spirit, and then we lose, like, I don't know, like, yeah. probably 20 to 10 or, like, 17-3 or something because the Eagles' defense is good. But, again, like, this defense is turning around. The stats I keep hearing during the broadcast, there's some really good stats. We're, like, second or third in the league since, like, yeah, oh, no, stop, whatever they, we do. <laughs> like, we're they, doing they, good they, stuff. They, they, you know, thanks, Royce. Andrew had been saying it. Andrew, you had been saying, like, you know, kind of kind of poking at the fire Dennis Allen people. You're like, since the Rams game, the Saints defense, or since this, really, since the Rams game, the Saints defense has been really good. And we were like, well, there's a little bit of caveat because they haven't played anybody good, you know, on offense. But, like, today, man, that defense, it's been playing good since the Rams game. And it's been, it, it continues to play good. Like, you know? Yeah, I mean, I just don't. So, yeah, I, they're playing great football. But I, I'll tell you what, man. Like, it's everybody's dealing with stuff. So, I, I, these caveats that people give, like, I, I don't, I don't love that. I don't love like, well, yeah, they beat the Eagles, but Minshew was quarterback. It's like, you know, the same. This Ramchick went out today, and the same yeah. playing through three offensive linemen that are not starters. Yeah, you know, and 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 so, and the and the penning plan didn't really work out this year because he's been hurt all year. So, I don't think the Saints really expected James Hurst to be their left tackle all year. And yeah. so look like it's uh, th- this is not what they envision what they're playing either. So like, you know, everybody's having to figure out ways to win right. with, with injuries. I mean, the saints haven't had Mike Thomas and Lattimore more all year. So like, I'm not a big fan of like making excuses that, for, for why the saints won games. Like the bottom line is they've won three games in a row and they're playing good football. Yeah. Go to hell, Steve Wilkes. I bet on you. You blew a 14-point lead. You blew an 11-point lead. Get your shit packed up, and Carolina, make us the godfather offer for Sean Payton. Like, that's it. Yeah, so I don't know if you – have you gone over the playoff scenarios yet? So I it's, mean – It's kind of crazy. Like, the Saints are still in it, and the big one is obviously uh, Green Bay and Minnesota today. Uh, the Saints need Minnesota to win that game. So if the Saints if – you, if you're one of those people that likes to kind of – Look at look at things. I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind tomorrow being a meaningful game. And so when I look at this game coming up, my main thing is I just look at it as make it a meaningful game so we can have fun next Sunday. Yeah, you know? and, that's and I, right. I just think, look, like if the Packers and I, I believe Minnesota is a better team than the Packers. So mm. let's just say like, like if you want to play along, like let's just say yeah. that happens, you know, then you need Seattle to lose one of their last two games. Yeah. Um, you need uh, let's <laughs> let's go over the scenarios. You see, you need see. Yeah, you, you would need the Packers to then beat the Lions next week. So you need the Packers to lose this week and then beat the Lions next week. Um, which and then you would need Seattle to lose one and then you need Dallas to beat Washington. So and then obviously the Saints need to win. So if the, you basically need like five things to happen. I mean, it's Saints not like listen. It's not it's not out of the realm now because Dallas is like. We're, we're Washington. We're gonna beat your ass because 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 Dallas is looking at it and going, we can get the number one seed, right? If Philly right. if Philly loses to the Giants and Minnesota is thinking the same thing at three o'clock today as they kick off, they're like, listen, Philadelphia just lost. If we can get this win and the Giants can beat Philadelphia, we can be number one seed. And, and I know 
you 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 some people might think oh the Giants can't beat man Philadelphia just got beat by the six and nine Saints down three offensive linemen okay yeah. like you know um and Philadelphia lost two more people on defense today so look anything's possible but Andrew this game to- I, I actually think like as I look at the Saints and I look at the schedule like to me the least likely scenario is Seattle losing one of their next two. Of all of all those things, I, I think Seattle losing again is probably the least likely. And you know, I mean, yeah. they're a seven and eight team. Like they're they're up ten nothing to the Jets right now, so we're probably looking at needing the Rams to beat them next week. So to me, that's uh, probably the least likely. But the Rams, um, the Rams, I'll say this for the Rams: like they haven't quit. McVeigh has them caring. Baker is playing and playing well, and Baker is playing for something. He wants to stay in the NFL and maybe get another shot, right? So the Rams, they're playing hard. Like, like it's not, it's not a, it's not a, we don't give a damn situation. So it's, just, you know, it's, it's within the realm, you know. Yeah, it's within the realm. So we'll see. I mean, obviously, if you're a Saints fan right now, I mean, the big games are you. You would love to see the Jets come back and knock off Seattle, and you would love to see. I, you, we need Green Bay to lose. Period. So obviously, that we we would need the Vikings to win that. So I mean, yeah, look. A lot of things need to happen. It's probably over. It's a, not, none of this is happening. So, you know, we'll focus on it one game at a time, and hopefully it works out. But, look, as far as this game is concerned, this was a crazy game. I mean, the Saints came out of the gate absolutely dominating Philadelphia, and that was not That's what right. I expected. I did not nope. expect this offensive line to come out here and smash Philly in the mouth like they did. And Andy Dalton was on fire. That's I mean, right. I, I, every throw, I, you know, there were actually – I will say there were a couple throws where the location wasn't very good, but Rashid Shaheed has a nice catch. Juwan Johnson has a nice catch. Mm-hmm. And, and at one point, he's 13 for 13. The Saints are up 10 nothing. But I felt like when Ryan Ramchick went down, like that changed the whole complexion of the he game. Was the now, he, was, he was the Jenga piece in offensive line. He, yes, like, he that, was the Jenga piece. And when, once he was removed, I just felt like Landon Young on the right side, like that was – like what caused the system failure were offensively like they just couldn't get anything going. And you just felt like Seattle, like if Philadelphia got the ball enough times, eventually they were going to be able to tie this game, at least get it to 13 all. Um, but man, talk about timing with Lattimore. That's coming right. Back. He's been out all season. <laughs> I mean, he makes that play. Are you kidding me? Uh, so look, it's three wins in a row. And uh, you know, for the anti Andy Dalton people out there, the anti Dennis Allen, People like this is a tough day for you. Tough day, tough <laughs> Cause, day. Because DA, I think they both they both kind of made a case now. Podcast ads are the worst, right? Everyone hates them. You can get Saints Happy Hour ad free by becoming a patron. That's right, patrons get access to every show ad free. No ads ever. You also get breaking Saints news podcast, Saints player grades, early access to shows, and behind the scenes access. Plus, you get access to our Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7 in private with other Saints Happy Hour listeners. And you get our world famous booze bundle with four swag items. Amazing. So sign up and never have to suffer through another ad again. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com That's SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. Philly's pass rush is the real deal. Oh and, and I know they were, they were facing an offensive line, but that, that was kind of cratering, but man, my goodness. And man, they lost they, they sweat. They the lost sweat in, in the beginning of the game first series, you know? Yeah. And I mean, they just, that, that was just like, that's why I kept saying like the same, I, I tweeted it and it ended up happening. I was like, the Saints need to luck into a defensive touchdown. Cause I don't think they could score 
I like you're down th you're down three linemen. Like, what what do you want Pete to do? Like, he, I thought he tried. Like the free the flea flicker was fun. The the little bubble. The little... I, I thought that I thought that was a good play. Call. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and look, Andy Dalton he got a little over aggressive. Like the I mean, look, the Saints we talk about this all the time. Their margin for error just isn't there. So yeah, you know that throw that interception. I think he's cooking. He's feeling maybe a little overconfident, and he gets a little risky with that throw, and it's a bad turnover. But that really cost the Saints. But you know, talk about them stepping up. I mean, first of all, that fourth and one QB sneak, Demario Davis and Shy Tuttle getting in there, it's making yeah, that was tremendous. I mean, that was that. That's basically a turnover. So that that was a massive play, huge play. And then obviously the pick six was awesome. Lattimore's first pick of the year. And uh, look, I, I think. What's interesting about these last three games, we've been talking about how good the defense has played, but it's the turnovers. It's like the plays that they've made that, that have won them these games. Like they're making plays at the end of games. They're creating turnovers and they just weren't doing that at the beginning right. of the year. And, and like they've been in all these games, every, every single game has been the same. The difference is the last three weeks, the defense has finished. Yeah. Like, and you, like, for them to be seven and nine, and I think they're still last in turnover margin. I they might be. Well, I mean, they didn't change today because they're they were even. They were even. So like yeah. for them to be last in turnover margins, had as many injuries as they have, like kind of a minor. It's kind of a minor miracle that they're seven and nine. If they beat Carolina, they're gonna yeah. finish. They're gonna finish five and two, and that's gonna drive the dent. I, I, I so like I still think Ralph like. Like they can win with him. Like I, I'm convinced of it. Like I today more than ever. Like they just beat a 13 and two team. And again, like that's right. Yeah, I think. Look, if if Jalen Hurts would have played, I think it would have been very different. And Philly probably wins that game. But but he didn't play. And you know this is why. And, and I just want to point this out. I, I saw Jono uh, Jono tweet this out, and he's 100 percent right about this. This is why for all you people that are like. Well, if I'm not going to win the Super Bowl, I don't even want to make the playoffs. Like, I don't want to get into the playoffs just to get hope you know, trashed by some team just because our division's so terrible. Like, this game right here is a perfect example of why, regardless of your record, you want to get into the playoffs. Right. Because because you just never know when the opposing team that's 13 and two is going to be missing their starting quarterback, and all of a sudden. Their offense is not starting a false start because they're playing with the offensive. You know, they're playing with a quarterback that's cadence is right. different and the timing's off. And so, like, all of a sudden you start making all these mental mistakes. It's not running as smoothly with Minshew. And this 13-2 and two team that's supposed to be a juggernaut, they lose. And it, remind, it reminded me a lot of Seattle and the Beast Quake game. That's right. And, and, and you know, being 7-9 and nine and beating the Saints, like, you just get in and you never know what happens. That's right. So like, and you get out coach the Saints out coached them in the first half at least on offense. No, they I mean, that's, that, that's the thing about the playoffs, man. You get in everyone's record. It's it's a single elimination tournament where everyone's record goes back to O and O. Yeah, and I'm telling and, and so yeah, I, I think in the future, like, we need to remember that. Yeah. I mean, and fan, fans that kind of insist on Super Bowl or bust, like the goal number one is get into the playoffs. You can worry about the Super Bowl after that. Oh, and by the way, if you want to feel good, go just 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 after this after this Twitter spaces, just 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 go test out the waters on Eagles Twitters. It's delightful. Like they are flipping out. They lost today. Their season is falling apart. The Saints draft pick that they thought was going to be top five is now eleven. Could 
depending on how things fall today, Andrew, it could be lower. Like it's going, it's going all bad for Philadelphia. It. It's going all bad. Um, man, it was, I have to say, was this the greatest day of your life as far as being a UDFA dad? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. your son I mean, Granderson first, was look, great. Granderson, you got to give this, that guy some credit. I mean, my guy, like, first of all, he supplants Davenport as a starter opposite Cam Jordan. And then he has a game like this. Uh, I, I thought Granderson was tremendous. Uh, Shahid obviously gets the big play. I wish he would have scored there. Wish he wouldn't yeah. have gotten caught from behind. But um, look, I, yeah, I, I know how to pick him, Ralph. Right. I mean, the Saints, Granderson had a sack and a half. Caden, Caden Ellis had a sack and a half. The Saints overall had six freaking sacks today. Like, and I said to you, I said did, to you. Did Cam Jordan get COVID again this week? I don't know. Is this three sack game that we just got from him? That's I mean, right. That, just, that feels like post COVID cam. It's right. He's back. He's, he's another 10 sack season for him is in play. Like it's just tremendous. And he had been kind of meh all year. You're like, oh, he's getting older. He's like, it's, it's, it's maybe it's the end for him. He's kind of not nondescript. You look up like he's sack. He gets a sack and a half next week. He's got 10 sacks. Like it's <laughs> like it's just, like he just. I feel like yeah. I mean, it, the sacks have come late in the season, and they've come in bunches for for Cam. It's it seems like yeah. the last couple of years. By the way, um, one more thing. Shout out to Daniel Sorensen. He again made two touchdown saving tackles at safety today. Where it was, but it was him, and the only thing between him, Miles Sanders, and the goal line was a, a tackle, and he did it twice, Andrew. Yeah, I mean, he does He does take a bad angle on the A.J. Brown touchdown, which was a weird play by Adebo. He's not going to give you everything. Um, He's Daniel Sorensen. You gotta yeah, t- yeah, yeah. But take the, uh, take Daniel Sorensen, like, give him credit. Yeah, he stepped in. Uh, but I, I thought today, man, the undrafted rookies, that was kind of the story of today, like Shahid making plays, Granderson making plays. I mean, Lutz is, was undrafted. He makes the big kick. Uh, Taysom Hill obviously was undrafted. Jawan Johnson made a couple catches, undrafted. Uh, Throckmorton, I thought – probably played his best game as a saint today um and you know he gave up a sack late but like overall i thought throckmorton stepped up and played a good game another undrafted guy so i mean you go up and down and like the amount of contributions the saints got from guys most of them on minimum deals uh i mean it's just it's just tremendous kudos to the scouting department for kind of finding those people right um but uh yeah that was cool to see yeah uh all right we're gonna get to some people out of here uh, intensive purposes, what you got for us? Hey, Ralph. Happy New Year. Happy what New Year. What a win, huh? What a win, man. Who knows and who dad, I think is what I said to you last time. <laughs> and I, I certainly didn't have this as a win even preseason when I thought we'd be pretty good. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think you put it perfectly when you said that first half was Saints porn. Uh, that dr- you know, the first you- drive, at least. Oh, my God. And then, you know, I mean, the defense, uh, Philly hadn't had three three and outs uh, all year in a row. We gave them four. They got those garbage time first downs. Uh, otherwise, they wouldn't have had any. And then, yeah, 15 plays. Nine, nine minutes. minutes. Just... The fourth down mm-hmm. conversion yeah. in the red zone, uh, which I don't think has been mentioned. That was a, a great move. So I guess my question is, you know, I was never really on the fire Dennis Allen train, mostly because I didn't think it would happen. I mean, <clears throat> we would have to really like lose out earlier in the season. But um, I have uh, 
been man i've really been hard on pete carmichael i watch a drive like that today should <laughs> my opinion change that's a great question <laughs> that's a that's a great question intensive purposes thanks for joining us andrew pete car second look at pete carmichael yeah well i don't know man i mean it's not like the offense was cooking today that, oh. that first drive was awesome i mean i'll give you that the first the first drive yeah. was incredible but yeah, look, it's tough for Carmichael, too, when you're missing so many guys, like, up front. I mean, yeah. it's hard. Like, first of all, you're playing, like, the Eagles have the most sacks of, like, in 22 years. Uh, like, I think they're up to 65 now after this game or maybe more. No, but, it's more, I, mean, I think. They're, they're, their pass rush is insane. So, that, that was already a, that was already a massive mismatch on paper going into the game. We knew that. We talked about that all week. And we didn't know that Ryan Ramchick was going to be done right. after a drive. They had right? 60. So, you they know, were no up one to told us that when we said that was going to be a Philadelphia, so like, they came into the game at 62, right? So now they had seven. 61, so, 61. so now they're at 68 for the. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, so they're, they're going to get to 70 sacks, which is just unbelievable. Um, and obviously, you know, the sweat injury on the opening drive, that was hard to watch. And hopefully he's okay. Uh, Cause that was a little scary. Um, really scary. But uh so anyway, yeah, I think protection-wise, uh, it was a mess. And I'll be honest, like some of those sacks, I felt like they were on Dalton just holding on to the ball too long. Like your internal clock, when you're facing a pass rush like that, the ball's got to be out. So uh, I, I also credit Philadelphia's secondary. Like I just think they yeah. were locking receivers up. And I think a lot of times there's just nowhere to go. And Dalton, I think, maybe got a little bit more gun-shy after that pick, you know, because he's yeah. like, man, I don't want to throw the game away. So I felt like, after that pick, Dalton kind of turned into a pumpkin a little bit. Um, and some of those sacks were on him. But, you know, it's just tough. Like, credit Philadelphia. Like, there's a reason they're 13-2. and two. Their defense. 13-3. I mean, Slay and, and Bradbury are good good corners that cover well. And, um, you know, their pass rush is the best in the league. So, it's really, really tough to score points on them. And, uh, obviously, the Lattimore play was huge. Yeah. Um, you want to join us, just ask to join. And the thing is, man – the Saints, they just, to me, the, the biggest surprise of it all was, I, I you know, you I talked to you this morning, we were texting you, like, listen, Philadelphia, they're missing Lane Johnson. The Saints have some pass rushes. Like, I think they can get the pass rush. Like, if they can get the pass rush going, Minshew's terrible. He will turn into a, like, he's, he is, he is the same as Teddy Bridgewater. He's beloved on the internet, mediocre in real life. Um, yeah. But I just I didn't think the same. I was like, how are the Saints going to score? Like how and and it kind of worked out that way in the second half. But like they had a good plan and like it's one of you know what Andrew it was kind of in the first half. It was kind of the flip the flip of the Baltimore Ravens game where we went into the Ravens game feeling pretty good and we're like, well, their defense is kind of so so even though they they have all these guys and and. We, they won't. They won't push us around. The Saints. They won the week before against the Raiders. It'll be okay. They'll move the ball. And the the Ravens just kicked their ass up and down the yeah. field. For and, and the Saints just for the first half, like they just did it. Like they're just for whatever reason. But you call it plan or maybe the, the offensive line just felt good. Like they were just like they were kicking Philadelphia's ass. Uh, but like you said, eventually it, 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 there's a jenga piece in their offensive line. Out. It was curtains. Um, yeah. I, I just so you know obviously look I, they they can't win with this offensive line consistently but I, I think it's and, and this season is probably over I mean we're we're gonna 
I'm personally going to root for all the craziness. Yeah. Because uh, I, I want this season to matter for as long as possible. And, uh, you know, especially if the Vikings can win and we can go into next week with the scenario as crazy as it might be for the Saints to get in the playoffs. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for. So we'll see. But, like, this is probably it. They're going to finish the season at home against right. Carolina next week, and then that'll probably be it. And, and I and wonder. As I look at this season, like, seven and nine, look, like, I think we're all disappointed. Like, you feel like, man, at seven and nine, there's, there's a lot of regret because it's finally coming together. And, like, the defense is starting to gel. They're playing at a really high level. And it's just too bad that it all came so late in the season and that, you know, they just didn't have any margin for error based on how they played earlier in the year and all this, the mistakes. But, like, I don't know, this does feel a little bit like one of the bad Sean Payton seasons where, yeah. you know, they kind of – they write the ship and it's kind of too little too late. But they kind of figure it out at the end of the season and it gives you a little bit of hope yeah. for next year. As I look at this team, I, I still think Dennis Allen proved without a shadow of a doubt that he can coach defensively and that the Saints still has a good defense that can win with it. I think offensively, it's just going to be interesting to see what direction they go. I, I still personally would maybe make a switch from Pete Carmichael. Uh, you know, where do they go at quarterback? Like, I'll be honest. Like, I think Andy Dalton's played really well this year. I think, he, but like at 35 years old, and he's somewhat limited in what he can yeah. do. So, like, I wouldn't be against Andy Dalton, especially if you draft a guy in the first round. I, I think Jameis is done in New Orleans. So, I, I think maybe. Either you go with Andy again and you draft a guy in the first round and he can be a bridge or do you, do you go get a Geno Smith or a, a Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo? Like, do you go for a veteran? And so they're going to have to figure out quarterback, but look, I, I think offensive line wise, like you got Penning, yep. maybe Andrews Pete and then, you know, McCoy Ruiz Ramchek. Like I think at least to start the year, you feel pretty good about the offensive line. Uh, but they're going to, and playmaker wise, like Olave and Shahid or, and Juwan Johnson, like they're starting to develop. And I think they got a decent core there. Like I, I think Dennis now, like get a new, get a new play caller and get a new quarterback. I think this team could be headed in the right direction. Here's another thing, man. They need a running back so bad because Eno, yeah. Benja Eno Benjamin, that dude is barely above room temperature. Andrew, he had a couple of carries today. I was like, oh. Ooh, look at Eno Benjamin. Eno Benjamin's eight-yard run was like the, the best play by a running back not named Kamara or Taysom Hill all season. It, it's, the, it's the best Saints running back play by a running back for the Saints in the continental United States because Murray is the last running back they, they had looked decent, and he did it in London. Like, right. And, 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 and Eno Benjamin, like, he wasn't even that great. Like, it's just like barely competent so they they need a running back they need a, to draft one or sign one like bad because like it is a bad way and i know people were banging on me on twitter in saying this as, as i said listen i said maybe we need to give the saints credit for how they manage Taysom hill because he's injured all the time and maybe the saints feel like they can't give him 15 touches every week and they said well what about today he he had 14 runs and he and he had a, he caught a pass. That's fifteen. I'm like, I still think like I don't think Taysom can like the workload he did today. I don't think he can do that every week. Like I just think he's over thirty. He's an injury prone dude. Like you can mix in this kind of Taysom Hill game every now and again, but most of the time you got to keep him to like seven to eleven touches because when you get him Andrew in that fifteen to twenty range, like he's just gonna get hurt. 
Like his, his, yeah, his whole mean, history that, that, says that, it. That, that that game where he caught a pass on the edge, you know, it was kind of like a screen play. Uh, I mean, he, he took a couple vicious shots on that play. And so that that's the play where you're like, oof, like 15 touches. Like it, that's the thing. You never know. Like it could be 10 touches where the, the but, but most of his plays are like that. That's the thing. Like he most gets, of his he plays gets, are very physical by nature. And like he, gets, he takes big shots. He takes more big shots. The only other quarterback that I can think of in the league takes his massive hit, Colt McCoy. Like Colt McCoy, yeah. when he's when he starts like three times a game, you're like, how is he not dead? And Taysom, it's just, yeah. and I don't know why. Like certain players, style or whatever, they just get blasted. And I just think Taysom, like you got to keep him in in the eight to eleven carriage. But but here's the thing, like Taysom to me is completely worth what the Saints pay him. Like he's been yeah. he's been tremendous. And honestly, I don't know that you could have asked for anything more out of Taysom. Truthfully. Well, yeah, I, I'll give Carmichael credit for this. I really think this is the best that Taysom Hill's looked his whole career. Yeah. And this is the best season he's had. And so for all those people that are criticizing Pete Carmichael about not using Taysom enough, like, uh, I mean, he, his usage is the highest it's ever been. Yeah. Like, he never had a season like this with Sean Payton. So, you know, I think that's a little bit of – now, look, I, I think this offense maybe needs him more. Uh, yeah. because of the reality of the situation that they don't have running backs. Uh, and, and quite frankly, Camara is not a great fit for what they're asking him to do. Yeah. He's just not. I think we all see that clearly. And so I think you have a big decision to make next year. Like, do you change the offense to suit Camara? And do you get a guy that can go between the tackles to kind of pace him? Because you know, Mark Ingram used to be that guy. But but like, obviously, we saw it this year. He's not. His knees, just it's not holding up. So, like, they need – a Mark Ingram type back to pound it and take take that wear and tear off of Kamara and and so like they need to make a decision here like if you're gonna be this style of offense next year then you need to trade Kamara because I just don't think he's the right back for what they're doing right now uh, but you know if you get a new offense coordinator get a new quarterback mix up the offense get a different running back in the mix to kind of take that pressure off of him and then you can utilize Kamara in all the ways that I think make him more exceptional as a player. Yeah. Uh, then maybe it makes more sense to have him back. So like that's going to be a, another big thing in the offseason, I think. Yeah, uh, Green Bay is. But say before we get out of here, Andrew, you know, of all the Saintsy outcomes, like the Saints curb stomping the Eagles and looking tremendous, and Carolina gacking up a double digit lead two separate times. That's pretty Saintsy, I have to say. Like I didn't think I didn't think of this possibility. But it's this is pretty saintsy. Like, they, yeah, I mean, I, I I will be surprised, Ralph, if, if Green Bay wins today and kind of ends the Saints' hopes. So like, we, we go into next week with no scenario where the Saints could get in, because I feel like that wouldn't be very saintsy. I feel <laughs> like I, I would almost be disappointed that like we we were let down. Like our hearts need to be ripped out in a more horrific fashion. Yeah, the the thing that's so disappointing is. Look, the Tampa game, all of it. And we'll get into it on the live stream show probably more as the playoffs. But, like, the entire NFC fraudulent. Minnesota's the fraudiest frauds that ever frauded. Like, they're 11-0 and in one score. They have the 32nd-ranked defense. They are a complete and utter fraud. Philadelphia today, I don't necessarily think they're fraudulent. They're just injured all to hell and fading. San Francisco... Brock Purdy, oh, he looks good now, 
but he's a rookie quarterback. I could totally see him pooping his pants in a playoff game. Like, it just makes me so sad, Andrew, because I want in the NFC playoffs so bad. Like, in the AFC, this Saints team, they'd probably get their head kicked in first round by almost anyone because the AFC is just loaded at quarterback. But in the NFC, it's a chaos circus, and I just I want, I want in it. I want in so bad, and if the Saints had just gotten one more win along the way, they'd be in, in real good shape. That's, what, that's why it hurts so much. I yeah. Well, look, I, I think uh, it, it hurts, and it's it's a bummer. Again, like I, I think we all, a lot of us mentally, we go back to that Mark Ingram play against the Bucks, and man, if he just gets the first down there, we're we're talking about winning against Carolina and hosting a playoff game. We don't, and and that's how close to me one yard, one, you know, just lack of. Well, you're, there. You're, you're you're that's right because you just you'd be you'd be eight and eight, and. Tampa would be seven and nine. Seven and nine, yeah. and you'd be like, we just, and you'd be feeling great because you'd be like, we won four in a like, we won four in a row, like, like, right. like we got the, right. we got, they got it together, like just in the nick of time, they got it together. Um, well, it's just it's frustrating because, like, really, you know, you look at Andy Dalton's stats over the last six weeks. Uh, he's been playing at a really high level, um, and really, they should have won the last four weeks in a row if you don't count the Ingram thing, right? So, I mean, they gagged up that Tampa game in the last second but really ralph like when i go back and i look at the season and you know injuries have been a big part of it um the turnover battle is a big part like for large part early in the year they just weren't getting any turnovers yeah they were giving the ball away a lot so like they just weren't playing complimentary football and it it felt a little bit like a fluke it did like it felt it felt like man like they're in all these games if they don't if they can just stop giving them away well they've stopped They've stopped giving games away. That's right. Uh, unfortunately, it's a little too little too late. But, like, this has opened my eyes very clearly to, like, yes, this team can be successful. They can win games. They can win with Dennis Allen as much as some of you guys hate him. Uh, now, I think, look, if they, if they go backwards next year and they win less games, uh, then I think Dennis Allen could be fired. But look, to me, like, the division is right there for the taking. Oh, we yeah. see that. They're, we don't know what's going to happen with Tampa next year, but it it, it, it signs point to De- Tom Brady moving on, and he's not going to want to be back. And if he comes back and plays again, it's not going to be in Tampa. And we've talked about this a lot. Like Carolina's going to have a new coach and probably a new quarterback. And yeah, like like Carolina's like what's to say Carolina's gonna 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 like I look at the NFC South and I just think. It's right there for the taking. Yeah, like who's to say? Who's to say Carolina's going to make the right coaching hire? Who's to say they're going to get the right quarterback? Who's to say Arthur Smith? I know the nerds love Arthur Smith and oh, his run game, blah blah. But who's to say Atlanta is going to know what to do with their cap space? Is going to have a good draft? You know, I could see Arthur Smith being like, "Oh, Tennessee, they cut Ryan Tannehill. I'll sign Ryan Tannehill." And like six weeks in, they're like, "Tannehill's freaking washed." The Falcons are one in five and Arthur Smith's going to get fired out of a cannon. Like there's a, there's a more likely than not that the NFC South is just as bad next year. And all you need to do is win eight or nine games to win the South. Like, yeah. like and that the saints are going to get a first round pick uh, for Sean Payton. So like, look, they have to continue to draft. Well, they, they have to, they have to stay on that, on that train. And, you know, obviously guys like Trevor Penning and Alave, they're going to have to make big jumps in year two. Um, but uh, I, I just think this division's so bad, and outside of Philadelphia, who the Saints just freaking beat, right. I'm not really seeing a team that we're like, I'm clearly like, yeah, that, that's going to be one to watch. 
You know, all the good quarterbacks that feel like Aaron Rodgers is about to age out and Tom Brady is about to age out and all the good quarterbacks are in the AFC. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I just feel like the AFC this offseason, like they're only going to double down further, you know, to maximize their chances. So like these, these crazy trades that you see, I just feel like it's going to be AFC teams trying to one up each other. That's lot, right. You know, with who they acquired to, to make this run because for the it, Super Bowl. Cause like, I, I just think when you look at the chiefs, the bills, the chargers, the Bengals, like they, they a lot, there's a lot of teams or they probably the Browns, like they all feel like this is their window now. That's like, right. This is their chance. Like they have superstar quarterbacks and heck, even the Broncos probably feel that way. Cause they're maybe going to give a lot of money and, and draft capital to the saints to get Sean Payton. So like, even though Russell Wilson's been a disappointment this year, like I, I just think there's a lot of AFC teams that are going for it. Right. And I just think they're going to be more active and even crazier this off season. Right. So guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, saints are seven and nine. It's weird, but go Minnesota. Can Minnesota get to 12 and 0 in one score games? Probably not. And I'll... yeah. So a quick update there. Uh, the pack, the Packers are up seven to three currently. Um, so, you know, we'll see, but, uh, well, it looks, looks like Minnesota's moving the ball, so. So we'll see. So listen, yeah. we want meaning. We want meaningful games, and I have a feeling that Carolina, like after getting their guts ripped out, they're not going to care. If the Saints, if the, Sa- the Saints, I think they'll. I think the Saints have a good chance. If they could beat Carolina, if Ram, if the if the offensive line cannot be uh, three folding chairs, but but we'll see since yeah i mean you know look it's it sucks to lose ramcheck and if the game is not meaningful like i i would be fine sitting ramcheck like i don't want to see him injured uh but you know he has a hip thing but like he was on the bike trying to work it out so my hope is that at least it wasn't his knee right like yeah. the degenerative knee or whatever and he's got a hip thing but like to me like that doesn't sound like catastrophic if he if he was on the bike so right. um yeah look i i think at this point you just end the season, try to finish eight and nine. And, you know, to me, like, honestly, if the saints win next week, like it just doesn't feel that different of a season from last year. They're kind of, and that, I don't, I don't mean that in a good way. Like they're trending, they're treading water. They're not making the playoffs, but they're knocking on the door. And uh, I think, you know, if they make the right adjustments and the right moves this off season, like, dude, like when I look at this roster, man, though, I, I, I feel like their problems were shining right in front of us. Like, the offensive line getting that banged up, like there's nothing you can do about that. But I just felt pretty clearly like, man, they're missing a running back. They're That's missing right. A quarterback. That's right. And the defensive tackle, like Ugh. they've got to get that figured out. They got to get a guy. They got to get guys at defense. Like I said this before you joined us. They got to get guys at defensive tackle that you got to do something for them. You either got to pass rush or you got to stop the run. You got to do something. Yeah. Their pass, their defensive tackles are just dudes. Uh, so, but, but here's the thing. You can find fat guy defensive tackles in agency. Like that's a that's a that's an item that you can get when you don't need a ton of cap space. Do it. It isn't like oh my god, we need a receiver and we have no cap space. Like you can go and you can go get a guard and you can go get a defensive tackle in free agency at moderately priced. You can you can go to Wal- yeah. you can go to Walmart and you can pick yourself up a fat defensive tackle that'll stop the run. Is all I'm saying. If I'm looking at Right now, the draft, uh, I, I would think quarterback is probably at the top of the list. Again, like if you get Carr or you get Grout, you get you get a veteran, Geno Smith, you get one of those guys, you decide to make that commitment, then then you're set at quarterback. And Kirk Cousins there, just like threw a pick six. 14-3? Yes. 
Oh my goodness, Minnesota. Uh, well, we might we might be done. We might, might be, be done, done early. Um, but uh, look, I, I think quarterback is obviously the big ticket item this offseason. and and I've, I'm told they really like Andy Dalton, so there's a chance yeah, they'll bring him the- back. I know that's less exciting for people, but if they bring back Andy Dalton, to me, there's three positions that you could go with that first round pick if you get something for Sean Payton. Defensive tackle, running back, or quarterback. It's got to be one of those three. And and the thing is. If you get it, if you get San Francisco's pick from Denver, or you get another, like if you get, like if you get a pick, if say you get San Francisco's pick and San Francisco to the NFC forever, and you're picking like 28th or 30th, like that's perfectly acceptable to pick a running back. It's like if they if they're like, oh, we want Bijan Robinson from Texas, and it's like pick 30, like that's perfectly. Yeah. So, guys, thanks for joining us. Saints win. Enjoy it. Stupid freaking Carolina. Losing a game. Costing me money. I hate you, Steve Wolks. You get fired out of a can. So, for Andrew, thanks for joining us. We will see you Monday night on the live stream. Become a patron. SaintsHappyHour.com. We need your support. <laughs>